0: So gathering here and getting in touch with what's here for all of us. So we have various mind states, uh, individual mind states, and predicaments and scenarios. But uh, what we have in common is we're all gathering here with a. Uh, a sense of both purpose, some kind of purpose we have, motivation and hopefully a recognition that there's something we can benefit from just by collecting ourselves together gathering together sense of mutuality, mutual support, strengthening where do these qualities occur? Sense of purpose, appreciation, sensitivity, and being aware of it all. As you name name these qualities, where's all that? And We can associate it with a thought, but it's not really the thought. Thoughts flicker. Perhaps more, you might relate it to certain moods, but probably we'll all recognise our moods are going to change. And it becomes even more important to sustain that sense of purpose when the moods become difficult. Unhappy. Tedious. So this is not about a mood. This is about citta. Citta is that which can be liberated from these asavas, outflows, corruptions, defilements. Pretty much the focal point of dhava practice and uh, results. The Buddha is said to be one who lives with unrestricted citta. Citta is not restricted by form, feeling, perception, formations, consciousness, not restricted by birth, Aging, sickness, death or defilement the targeted worlds with unrestricted chitta. So it sets up for a phrase like this, and you can find it yourself, Book of the Tens in Gutra. Consider it. what is that? Chitta? Pretty important, huh? And the jittas of the disciples were liberated from the asava through non clinging This is deathlessness, that is, the chitta without any clinging. These are all sayings of the Buddha, and so I like to um, refer to this language because uh, clearly we all have our colloquial expressions which are helpful, but just can referring back to the Sutta language to feel one can keep returning years and years and years and keep looking at it and considering it the way the Buddha used these terms. Because, of course, once we put it into English or any other Western language, we come up against the old language problem, how do you translate citta? Probably the three prominent ways it's used in the suttas. You have mind, heart and awareness. Mind, heart, awareness. Abhidharma, consciousness. So even they weren't (laughs) clear about, you know, finding a word for it. But uh, being conscious, you could say also, it's the sense of I, very intimate. It's always there a sense of presence, intimacy, uh, centeredness. And yet all kinds of qualities flow through that, don't they? And they're very convincing, entrancing, desperate, miserable, delightful. Mm-hmm. And the dhwar- Tidakura dwells with which it is not restricted by this, by defilement. By form, by feeling, mm. by perceptions, impressions, by formations, activations, conditions, constructions, programs. By consciousness, seeing, hearing, touching, tasting, thinking, smelling. Not restricted by it, It is not shaken by it, not compressed by it birth, ageing, sickness, death, defilement, not bound down by it. Hmm, there's a purpose here to liberate this chitta. And so these terms, so I'll just um, <laughs> throw my pit in, I'd say call it mind when it's using its wisdom faculty Art, when it's using its sensitivity, awareness, release, quality of release, when it's in its release, just knowing, knowing without a person doing it, that's the quality of knowing. Wisdom means we are able to discern, this is this, this is that, this is where the stress begins, this is where it ends. This is where the holding on is. That's what release is like. It's got that precision. But what do we have to be precise about? Colour, shape. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, yesterday. Who she is and who she isn't. No, we have to be precise about what's going on in their hearts, their tension, their fearfulness, their delight, their passion. Yeah. Ambitions and sadness. Clear about it. This is what the heart jitter is entangled in. Uh, in what are called unskillful states. And this is where skillful states are born. Quality of commitment. Heart quality. Beyond all reason. Not an intellectual process, just the feeling of, gotta do it, commit. Patience, bear with it. Goodwill, kindness, acceptance, compassion, heart qualities, skillful ones. Faith, heart quality, devotion, heart quality. And the skillful and the unskillful mm. no, this is essentially this is the uh, basic uh, paradigm of practice isn't it someone who is intent on causing... Skillful states to arise, and causing unskillful states to diminish, be seen through, be avoided, be restrained. Efforts. Wisdom to really sense is this skillful or unskillful? Sensitivity to feel it linger in the skillful, make much of it, delight in it, take it in, breathe in it, walk in it, mm. remember it. Particularly when the unskillful states hammer at the door, you have to remember goodwill is better than this, this miserable fault finding mind. Uh, faith is better than this miserable controlling mind. Always trying to make everything work and get on top and be this, that, and this, that. This is a miserable way to live. Faith, devotion, just trust. Beautiful. The skillful states always carry the the mark of freedom. Brightness. Spaciousness. Unskillful states hang you in. If yeah. you really look into the heart, why do unskillful states take over? Well, they often mm-hmm. find good reasons for them. I'm fed up because I didn't get this, that, and the other. Yeah, I've had enough of this because I can't stand this, that, and the other. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go? Where suffering, pain doesn't get you. Where are you going to go where you get everything you want? Where are you going to go where things are nice and cosy? Where are you going to go? Where nobody challenges you? Where are you going to go? Where everybody lives up to your expectations? Where are you going to go? Keep running. Keep running. There's nowhere to go. So you face it. don't let the heart get flooded. It does pick it up, turn it towards skillful objects, towards the sign of going forth. The sign of goodwill. If you haven't got any goodwill yourself, <laughs> look, turn towards somebody who does and drink it in from them. Oh, she's really being so generous and kind. That's beautiful. Let yourself be touched by the goodness of others. That's part of what group practice is about. You know, we say, well, you know, he's always here making an effort. Oh, I see the sign of energy. Oh, I'll pick that up. And, well, the lay people are coming to offer food. It's wonderful if you've got the sign of more detail and more appreciation. That's what group practice is around. When our own resources run out, <laughs> and we look around at our brothers and sisters, okay. And with it, I like can bear up, you yeah. know. And that's what group practice is, about, sangha is about. Why Buddha generated this form so it could be a source of strength for each other. You have to keep recollecting that, because again, you know, where human beings are, it can be a source of considerable disappointment to each other. Okay. Why is she always doing that? Why does he never do this? He's always like that. He never does this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> don't need that. You don't need, I want to create some more rules to make it like this and that, so people can't do this, and they've got to do this at eight, and they can't do that at nine, and make more rules and lines and you know, hem everybody in. Control that, everybody controlled. No, you know. We need to do that. Yeah. But in, uh, you know, in group practice we're just keeping in mind the whole structure. It's not there to trap and Bind everybody, it's there to, in a negative way, but to collect us, gather us in. And we put aside the, I'm this kind of monk and she's got those duties and he's only that and he's a junior and she's a senior. We'll just drop it. You know, they don't, those things don't go to Nibbāna. They don't go anywhere useful. Human beings, aspirants, everyone who comes here, as purpose, as virtue, and as suffering and confusion. It's heart quality. I feel it has to be remembered because it's that which fills everything, makes our life rich. Mm. Skillful heart states, generate them. So when we come into retreat we realise this it's time to draw the line. And what was done, has been done, could have been done. We do this in New Year, it's like a sign of whoever she's been, he's been, they were, didn't do this for me, it wasn't like that. Just draw the line. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Empty out, here we are. Yeah. Don't let the past drag you down. De- definitions of yourself being really cruel and debilitating. And this is one of the key points of insight. Poor you know? key point of what we call samatha or calming, steady, is just to make the heart feel good. by tonal qualities such as the patience and the gentleness and the steadiness and the chanting and the quiet movement and the softness of the light and the silence is soothing 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 yeah. so that some of the intense knottedness of the chitta can ease up this is definitely to be cultivated in the group and you can pick it up this is the blessing of a group a group is practicing like that your own mind is kind of Growning and grumbling. You've got something you can refer to. Helps it to loosen. Mm. Chant. Chant yourself quietly under your your breath. Use a mantra. Mm. Visualize Buddha. These are all skillful means hundreds of skillful means to get out of this trap. We get to insight very much you reflect on the first noble truth. Birth is suffering, age is suffering, so on and so on. And so on. In brief, in summary, the five clung to aggregates undukka. And the way this clung to quality is experienced, it's, I am, he is, they're not. Whenever that pronoun arises, sooner or later you're in trouble. Clearly we have to use the language. But when that pronoun sticks in your heart, I am, I never get, Why do I have to? Who does he think? He's trying to do this. She's never, whenever that pronoun sticks in your heart, (laughs) you're in trouble. And what's he referring to? Just this clinging to the five aggregates. Why it's such a crucial lock to undo. I've got to undo the lock what does it mean? it means here is pressure here is fear here is desire ah, now you're in business other people he's always this she's never that what's that? Sanya, perception now if you need to undo it that's a perception. Mm. Sankara. The future. Create the future, Sankara. Create the past, Sankara. Create Chitto's Monastery, Sankara. Create Amarwadi Monastery, Sankara. Fantas is always about being in Thailand, Sankara. You know, compare yourself with somebody else, Sankara. All those, Sankara, stick to them, validate them, believe in them, put emotional passion into them, you bang into suffering. So what he's teaching is driven home time and time and time and time again. These five aggregates, that's what you're dealing with. This is what citta is dealing with, and it's the only thing that citta is dealing with. So, language isn't that easy, but when you learn it, you realise you only have five things to deal with, rather than a hundred thousand things. The liberation, that's the simplicity. Bring it down to those five. They're pressurised, but they're also those which can be turned. We can have beautiful sanya Recollection of those who've helped us. Recollections, impressions that have touched us, inspired us, comforted us. We can have recollections of the past. The things that delighted us, comforted us, supported us, we can dwell in those, to let the jitta sense a tone that brings it out of the grip of its stuck state. Because we stick in the unwholesome. so you can use these skillful sankhara cultivate the quality of good will cultivate the quality of meditation is a sankhara mindfulness of breathing is sankara. sankhara anything that you have volitional intention towards is sankara, sankhara and there are skillful ones that one cultivates in order to dislodge the same of agitation, comparisons, mm. conflict, so mm. on. Mm. These two, Sanya Sankara, probably the real locking point. This is where the intensities happen. This is really where the I am is under the hammer. Mm. Mm. chewed up by impressions, perceptions, chewed up by relational formations, by sankharas. And it can be released. Otherwise the Buddha wouldn't have presented this, and he wouldn't have taught it, he couldn't do it. And you realise this is pretty much a teaching the enlightenment. one, because there's nobody else, nobody else in history has ever taught the five aggregates. This is, this is a Buddha teaching. Yeah. This is someone who surveyed the world of direct experience and presented these qualities. This is said, this is what citta is bound by. In a way they're just ways of describing something but they're, they're there because you can get hold of them, direct experience. And they're there because they translate a complex personal world. with domestic issues and social problems. And it's self-imagery, what I'm not, what I wish I was, translates into manageable things even hold of with wisdom that you can relate to with a mind of acceptance and goodwill and you can release into awareness jitta is freed. This is the kind of trajectory. The day we are just settling in a couple of few days settling in what is needed and this is the uh, 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 question if you like not it's a purely rhetorical question in some ways it's a question that suggests goodwill mm. what do you really what do you really need what's helpful for you now mm. Not what you should be, not what you were, not what you think you are. But what do you need? What qualities do you need? This is the mind of goodwill. Hmm. See what it brings up. Hmm. Purpose. Complex mind needs to simplify. Planning mind probably needs to be encouraged to just let that wait. Plans never end. The mind that's in doubt about whether it can do this, whether it's worthwhile, just needs to be told, look, get very Small picture. Not whether this is the right thing to do for the rest of your life. No, no. Small picture. Can you feel your body? Mm-hmm. Can you just stay there? So you've got something that's not a matter of speculation. It's as simple and direct as that. The mind of doubt. Wherever you go, you have a body with you. So could you just feel that? Rest in that, steady in that. That's all you have to do now until that hindrance has been surmounted. No longer entices you. Restless mind. Body here, just sensing the floor beneath you, the space around you, span across your chest, the weight of your body, the simple elemental properties. And keep returning to it again and again, feeding. It's rather like the mind is like a crazy can be like a crazy monkey. If it grabs hold of this and that and this, and you just keep letting, you put a banana in its hand. It has to let go of the other thing. Put a peach in its hand, so you just say, look, what do you shoulder if you like? Not what you can do in May, but just put that there and put it again. Eventually the monkey drops the idea of May and, and planning meeting and then again. Meeting, you am gonna go to that and this and that. Okay, just stick this bit of shoulder in your in your paw <laughs> and hold it. Tell me about it. What does it feel like? What does a hand feel like? What does skin feel like? How do you know you have a body? You direct it so that the restless, confused, spinning out mind's got something to engage with that will Remove the unskillful states which can be so captivating that we don't even know they're unskillful. So in it, we don't even realise what it is. That's, That's what ignorance does. It is the big thing. You don't even know, we don't even know the amount of suffering we can be creating through immersing ourselves in mental content, in emotional content. You know? How you can turn a lovely place like this into a hell realm. You can make something that's buoyed up by faith and generosity and goodwill into a place that's, you know, you always feel threatened and insecure. That's what ignorance does. Yeah. sankara Ignorance is the prime mover of these mental constructions that generate, cloud the mind, dazzle the mind, oppress the mind, and drive it into suffering. Prime mover of birth and death. Mucchippacchya mm. Sankara, a piece of Buddhist motto, isn't it? Buddhist language. Mm. Mm. The Buddha. Said Marx, how do you think? What's greater? The water in the great oceans? Or the amount of tears you've shed in this endless going on from this to that, grieving over the loss of sons and daughters, wives and husbands, parents? What do you think is greater? Well, one guess have you had enough of this running on into Sankara's constructing self, other, this, that don't you weary all? you have a choice We have a choice so even the ability Buddha's skill and compassion in placing all this complex, mystifying, bedazzling cosmos into these packets. That's Sankara. It's moving, it's shifting, it's driving, it's creating. Can you witness it? Can you no longer get fascinated by it or despairing with it? These are just just viruses that run through the human mind. Everybody has it. all those who are enlightened have this. So we're all dealing with these viruses. It seems so personal and intimate. My despair, my problems... My struggles, my idea of myself, my feeling of not being welcome, my feeling of having so much to do, my feeling of being left out. I'm the only one, it's me. Mm-hmm. The emotional passion goes into this me-making, the sankara, that just obsesses, overwhelms us, and we continue to do so, unless you challenge it. This is the purpose of group practice, the purpose of training. You commit. And you, then you pick up very simple things. This is walking, it's just the body walking. It's simple sankara, Kaya Sankhara, bodily formation, bodily conditioning. You come to that and tend to soothe the Chitta Sankhara, the heart formation, emotional agitation, stress, cool, quiet, the bhajisankara thinking formations, which run out, scripts, emotionally charged scripts, body, steady you. And the tone of practice, and the practice is that quality at Sankara of Steady, soothing moment of time. No wild cr- fantasy dreams, not no, some big ambition. Steadily picking yourself up, moving forward, taking. Mm-hmm. Do this, you can find a lot of the pressure dissolves by itself just because you're moving it at a different gear. Most of our suffering operates at pretty intense speed, pretty pressurized quality. You can feel it in your body. you start to just move your body steadily, it just begins to change the voltage. It's difficult to despair in a relaxed, comfortable body. It's difficult to get that compulsive when your hands are open and light. Your face is relaxed, your forehead's open, so you're using your body just to shift the emotional charge of Sankara. Oh, yeah, moods can change, feelings can change, that which seems so persistent can change. Turning our suffering into flowers, flowers of liberation. You know, it's, it's kind of using words. It's naturally an intellectual process, but the re- results are not intellectual. If you're the shift and the release and the change of heart, Oh, that's what he's talking about and just aware, open, unbounded, unrestricted. Till so the next wave comes up. Steady practice. Through the maze of one's karma, karmic, polygamy. So Settling in, finding simple access points, steadily practicing companionship. It's enough for today.